Testing, testing. Un, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco. Okay. You remember the fucking free pass for the white guy? <laughs> yeah, I remember it. That's the way they would fucking do that shit. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, watching Impact Wrestling. Fantasmo, um, Fantasmo, whatever fucking name it still has made you. Oh, I mean, Pretty Fly for a White Guy was a pretty fly song. I mean, it was because <laughs> it was Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Which means that, like, fly now? I mean, there was people flying off the roof and fucking blood and guts, and people flying <laughs> in NXT. I mean, there, there was people flying all over. I mean, I mean, there was a lot of flying white guys. I mean, you know, it was yeah, they they were pretty flying for white guys. I mean, like, you know, like fucking AEW was okay. Apparently, they. They did the best that they ever did before the fucking cable. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, 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 they did real good with Blood and Guts. I mean, like, everybody wanted to see it, so I mean, why not? Like, why the fuck not? Why the fuck not not do the best fucking ratings that they can do? I mean, the show was, um, overall, at the best, but I mean, hey, fuck it. Like, they delivered on something. Not blood, but oh, I was gonna. I fucked it up. I was gonna say they delivered on the blood, not the guts. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I fucked it up. But it it was. Uh, how did you enjoy the show? False advertising, no guts. Damn, you heard it here first, folks. False advertising, no guts. Because <laughs> they didn't have <laughs> any fucking guts. Like you said, it, it was average. So, you know, like hey, horrible, but it was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fuck what they said. That was fucking war games. That was their version of war games. They could say it wasn't war games. It was war games. Was it the best war games? No. But was it the worst? No. No. But, like, the funny part is, like, I heard somebody actually give this breakdown of it, and it was like, you know, that actually that actually made sense. It started off with the regular old WCW War Games, and then the second half of it was the NXT version of War Games. I was like, you know what? That makes so much sense. Yeah, because something stood out that you said, like, mm-hmm. okay, like, they already said fucking Sammy was supposed to start it off, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, we didn't know who's going to start it off with um, the Pinnacle. Yes. It seemed really it was going to be Sean Spears, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the way it seemed like. It wanted up being fucking Dex Hardwood. And you pointed out, like, he wanted to do it to, I guess, like, in honor of Arn Anderson, because Arn Anderson would always start. Yes. That's exactly why he did it. Yeah, like it, it, it makes so much sense because he wrestled just like him in the beginning of the match. Yeah, but like blood and guts, like it winds up being really bloody, like really fucking bloody. Like I seen a picture of Sammy's arm; he's fucked up. I seen a picture of Dax's 
gear. Like, he had on white gear, and it was pink by the end of the show. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's how fucking crazy that match was. Like, jeez. One of them, I can't remember who, they had, like, a hole in, like, their temple. Oh, I wonder who that was. It, it, it might have been Hardwood. Okay. But, yeah. And Jericho got the best sleep that he could ever get on a pillow top mattress. Man, those things really do come in handy. <laughs> wait, 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 it wasn't a pillow, uh, uh, purple mattress? I mean, well, you get the best sleep in a purple mattress because a purple mattress really is comfortable. And it comes right to your house in the delivery. So, yeah. I mean... Best mattress in the world. <laughs> but you know he fell on a pillow top because it wasn't a purple mattress because he would have been asleep immediately. So. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like, since we started there, let's start with let's start with that. Let's start with blood and guts. Let's start with the cage match, the, the gore, the, the, the fight, the whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> Yeah, so like you said, started off with Dax and Sammy Guevara. They they started beating the shit out of each other, and then Sean Spears came in. Then Santana came in. It like that was when Santana came in. That was the point where it was like, okay, there's something weird about this cage because the ring ropes were actually in a little bit, so they could have space in between the cage and the outside. Yeah. And then they also made a kind of a platform on the side of the cage, like between like where the two rings were. And Santana was the first person to go in between the cage all the way to the floor. Wait, Santana was on the teeth. I thought it was on teeth. Oh, which one? Which one is the one with the long hair and is the loud one all the time? Ortiz. Ortiz. Yeah, it was Ortiz. Yes. And then we got Cash Wheeler coming in. Then we had Santana come in, and it just was all going back and forth. And I think that's right at the time where Sammy did the rope the rope Spanish fly. And it was, to some people, it was fucking, oh my God, that's amazing. To me, it was like, oh, oh. I wouldn't say it was amazing. Like, I told you it was a pretty good spot. But, like, it's not not amazing, no. Like, it's been better. But it was a good spot. I, I did like that spot. Yeah, and, I, like, I hated that people were like, oh, my God, it was so good. Like, that was a so good spot. And it's like, I've seen 450,000 spots just like that. Like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> like, that's, like, that's what, like, fucking pissed me off. It was like, I've seen spots like that in better... Like, yeah, this happened in the ring, but, like, I I guess because it was on national television, I guess. I don't know. We're going to go there. I mean, Spanish Fly is one of those moves that used to be special, but, like, now, like, people pull them off, like, a lot. <laughs> like, I can't think of a word for a lot, but similar to, like, yeah. a super kick, Canadian Destroyer, shit like that. Like, they're not really special anymore. Yeah, and I cannot remember because somebody did a Spanish vlog this week, and it wasn't 
on AEW. Somebody did a Spanish fly this week that I did not see them turning it into a Spanish fly, and it was a Spanish fly. And I was like, what the fuck? Like they weren't even rust. They weren't even like at the same. I don't remember who it was. It was like either on New Japan, NXT, or MLW. It was one of them that somebody did a fucking crazy ass Spanish fly. I was like, what the fuck? It, but yeah, but either was fucking NXT or New Japan because on the top of my head, Cameron Grimes does that Spanish fly or not. So. It, it was some. It was somebody. It was somebody. That's why I was like, this didn't impress me. And then we had Warlow come in. Warlow came in and he started kicking everybody's ass. And he seemed so tough. And I saw a lot of comments like, Warlow's the future. I'm like, I don't see it. I don't see it. Then into the future, what? Yeah. <laughs> And then Jake Hager came in and Renegade so easily said, Jack Swagger. And I laughed because he's always corrected me about their new names instead of their dead names. You called him Jack Swagger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you forgot about that. I, th- mm-hmm. I didn't think you were going to call me on that. I'm calling me on it. <laughs> and then they went and then the last but not least MJF came in then Jericho then they did the NXT standoff where everybody from each side is just standing there and they're like okay okay and then they just go into the fight just, nah, 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 nah. and, and then bad, in my opinion the way they did it why like if you look closely at it like they jumped at each other which is fine that's the way you do it right mm-hmm. but the worst part was fucking Wardlow. Like, he's, like, throwing punches at Jake Hagar. I like how they were lined up, first of all. Mm-hmm. I did like that. It was, like, rival against rival. So, yes. you know, it was him against Jake Hagar. But he's punching, and you clearly see him, like, missing his punches, and he's punching the fucking air. Like that one guy from the Dark Order, like, a while ago. Yeah, but he's the future. He's the future of NXT. I mean... AEW. Sorry. Oh, wow. I forgot which show he's going to be currently working on. Sorry. But yeah, then they started fighting and it just started getting bloodier and bloodier. Santana took out a fork with something on it and poked MJF in the head. And then with some wrestling journalist couldn't figure out who this guy in all white is that cut open the door which was Tully Blanchard cut open the door so MJF could get out and then Jericho got out and he followed him up to the top Jericho, Jericho puts him in the walls of Jericho up top MJF first time I've seen this because the way that Jericho was standing with the walls of Jericho MJF just threw his hand back punched him right in the balls <laughs> that, was a, that was a cool spot yeah that was that was a cool spot then MJF kept trying to put him in the salt of the earth he started stomping his hand he started kicking his ass and then he takes him to the edge 
And he looks down and says, you guys submit or I'm going to throw him. And Sammy goes, we submit, we submit. And he goes, okay, I'm going to leave Jericho alone. Then he turns around and pushes him. And Jericho falls right into the purple mattress and goes to sleep. Psych. And it, yeah. And it was so bad the way they cut it. It was like, you can see how fucked up this was. Now, here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. When everybody starts calling them out on Twitter, the response is, what did you want them to fall to the concrete? What did you want them to fall to the concrete? No, motherfucker. We wanted to dis- suspend our disbelief and believe that he really fell through some shit instead of looking going, oh, he fell through some cardboard and a crash pad. It, it's the cameraman's fault. That's whose fault it is. Yeah. But every time somebody say, what do you want him to fall through some concrete? It's like, you're the dumbest motherfucker. Like, this is the reason why I say I have a, a problem with the AEW fans because they get so angry when you're literally trying to point out something to help them out. They get so angry. What, what do you mean? You want to fall through concrete? What's wrong with you guys? You guys got mad when the Matt Hardy thing happened. So now, so now you just, no, motherfucker. We want to actually believe that he fell through some shit if you cut the camera, right? Honestly, if he would have fell on concrete, I would have been even madder. Like, yes. for real, bro. Yes. And the funniest joke that came out of this whole entire thing was Kevin Dunn now works for AEW because of all of the quick camera cuts. That, I, I, <laughs> I like that joke. That joke was actually really funny. Like, you said that. I stopped for a second. I'm like, I believed you for a second. Like, wait, he does? See? Like, all those camera cuts last night, it was fucking crazy. But yeah, the pinnacle won blood and guts. And Jericho was sleeping like a baby. But that wasn't the only things on the show. No. So... It started off with Michael Nakazawa and Kenny Omega versus Eddie Kingston and Dean Ambrose. Yeah, let's try to call him Dean Ambrose. I said it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna say anything. You can call him whatever you want. <laughs> so they, they had this match, right? First off, Don Callis is like, Kenny's not working tonight. You have to, to go along with. Michael Nakazawa. So they just beat up Michael Nakazawa for like 20 minutes. Then Kenny comes out. They beat, like, they punch Kenny for a couple times. He leaves. Then they just, like, double-team Nakazawa and pin him. Then, these two guys that come from fucking Hawaiian vacation, and they just like, hey, what's going on over here? And they distract them, and then these two bald guys just show up. They beat the shit out of Moxley and Kingston. So I'm thinking it doubled enough and it's gonna be Moxley and Kingston versus the Bucks. Yeah. What say you? Okay. I can actually see that. Like for and, a split second, I was gonna say maybe against the good brothers, but they're not tag team champions anymore, so it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Now once again I wanna point out that Michael Nagazawa was like literally halfway dead like he was just on the floor dead after this mm-hmm. so then we had 
QT Marshall versus Cody Rhodes. This match was okay. And I heard a lot of people go, oh my God, this was one of Cody's best matches. Like QT Marshall, so good. And I'm like, I don't think we watched the same match. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. Yeah, there has to be like a weird like Mandela effect thing because the match was okay. Like I've seen Cody do, do way better. Mm-hmm. You know. And Cody got his eye busted open from Marshall kicking him. It was one spot that I fucking hated. It was be- it was because Cody was trying to roll him up, and you know the part where the tights are supposed to go down, and you see the butt. Like it literally, he's he's trying to pull him down. Marshall literally walks two steps away from him. Cody is like not even holding him, and he just pushes his, his pants down. It's like, why did you do that? Like that was so dumb. Well, you can see my butt. Look at my butt. Look at my butt. You're stupid. Look at my hand. Look at my hand. Look at my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cody put him in the fucking figure four. And then he's standing there, and then the boxer dude, a go-go, comes out, just walks up to him, punches him in the stomach. Like, I don't I don't know if you guys have ever seen that show. No, it was a movie called Dirty Work. And, like, it was this guy, and he had a friend. And anytime somebody fucks up, he would call his friend and just punch him in the stomach. A go-go is that dude. This is, like, walks up to you, just punches you in the stomach. This is like just so stupid. This is so dumb. He only had that one move. Like I want to see more of him. See what else we got. We'll probably double enough, and we'll see what he can do. And we'll see what the women's championship can do because Britt Baker is going to fight Sheeta finally for the title. Yeah. And Britt Baker fought Julian Hart. No relation. She's not related to the Hearts. Or as they but, said, she's not from Calgary. So, so what is he saying? She's an American Heart, and that's even scarier. There's American Hearts. Y- yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like she beat her in like under two seconds. Then we had a callback to the 1990s who I didn't think like nobody but us will remember riddle me this riddle me that who's afraid of the big black bat and that's what Scorpio Sky said like, like what the fuck out of nowhere like uh, okay you, you paid attention exactly but him and Ethan Page are talking about one beat up Sting and Darby they're like we're going to beat them down. We're going to get them. We're going to break their bones. And out of no fucking work, here comes Darby. Darby jumps on them. They beat the shit out of Darby, and they throw him down some steps. It looks like he's hurt. I don't know if he is, but it looks like he's hurt. Mm. So, that's the thing. Then we had the four-way. The acclaimed. The Varsity Blondes, the Jungle Express, and SCU. Winners get a title shot. I complained about this last week. It makes no sense for them to say, we're number one contenders, then go in the number one contenders match. 
but yeah, that happened. That happened. And SCU did win. So next week, they're going to take on the Young Bucks in news. Brian Tillman had on, like, his type, his father-esque tights. Like, it was mm-hmm. similar. They kept saying it was his tights, but those weren't his tights. It was similar. Yeah. Then we had a Moxley promo about next week versus Eugene Nagata. Then we have Kenny Omega because they're saying we're going to announce his number one contender. You know what they announced? A match between Pac and Orange Cassidy, who I didn't even know was undefeated. And next week, the winner gets a shot at Kenny. So Kenny's talking about him and Pac and then Orange Cassidy comes out. Then he spends the next 10 minutes with Michael Nakazawa, who got murdered in the beginning of the show, who's perfectly fine now. Just like totally just talk shit about Orange Cassidy. Basically, what I feel like is going to be Orange Cassidy versus Kenny Omega at Double or Nothing. Yeah, I feel that too. And then next week, because Miro all of a sudden comes out and says, I got news. So next week, Miro's going to take on Darby Allen. And it was funny because Tony goes, in the contract it says, if he's unable to peak, you get the title. He's like, I don't want to win the title that way. It's like, it's so dumb. <laughs> Quick question, right? Quick answer. So ab- about the fucking Kenny Omega thing or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody like made um, made a point of saying, I believe it was Bully Ray, right? Mm-hmm. He said that he kind of disrespected Impact Wrestling by not wearing the, the title. Like okay. I'm I'm, bar- I'm saying the Barbatum, but like, how do you feel about that? Because he had Nakazawa Naka- wear all the other belts. Okay, I can listen. Mm-hmm. I would be, I would agree with him, but at the same time, it's like you look at somebody and like you have a waist. How many belts can you hold on your waist? And also, you're cutting a promo. You're cutting a promo, and you have a waist. Cutting a promo and holding all the belts at the same time. No, that's not how it works, man. Okay. That's not how it works. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna have two belts while I'm trying to cut a promo and just mess with somebody. No. Like, I understand what Bully's saying, but at the same time, no. Yeah, I agree with you. But like another like note to that, right? They're mm-hmm. on an AEW show. So yeah. like, you know, like why like have like you could show them or whatever, but like it wasn't about the whole segment was not about those belts. It was about the AEW title. So yes. That's the- like, but some people don't get that because like this thing has been going around for like at least two weeks. Yeah. What does TNA get out of AEW crossing over with them? What do they get out of this? And the everybody's like, ratings and whatever. That's what everybody keeps saying. Like their regular ratings, their every weekend ratings suck. Like they're back down to normal. 
Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, no, 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 no. Like, the pay-per-view ratings. Yeah, you had you did the biggest pay-per-view by period. Okay, fine. Fine, you did that. You did the biggest pay-per-view by. But at the same time, it's like, that was for that match because that match was built up as title for title. Now what? Like, now fucking what? Like, now what are you going to do now? Like, like... You know what I mean? It's like now what? No, you you're right. Like the hype is gone. Like what can you do? You know? Yeah, and then somebody's gonna be like, "Oh well, it's, it's Kenny. Kenny's wrestling." Okay, good, but what is that gonna do? Like this, like people don't fucking they don't get it. They don't get it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah, that was um AWE. Oh wrestling. Yeah. So um where do you wanna go after this? Uh, let's go to Monday. Just get that out the fucking way. <laughs> Monday, Monday, Monday. I try to get that one like out the way as fast as possible because yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> like some people just be like, yeah, you know what? Just fuck it, just skip it. Okay, it was Monday. It was raw. People wrestling. Done. <laughs> wow, no guys, it was, it was some big exclusive stuff happening. Cause like a lot of things happen that you guys really like. Just like how the fucking show started, that fucking fucked me up. <laughs> because it's it goes right to the back and it's fucking MVP standing there, Braun Strowman, Drew, and they're talking about who's gonna face Biolash. So automatically I go, oh, so they're not doing a triple threat at the pay per view. Apparently it was for that night, and Braun Strowman won. So yeah, kind of pointless. Basically, so then we have the opening match, which is Ermac and Noob Sabat versus Scorpion and Sub Zero for the titles. By the way, oh my god, I caught on to the Noob Sabat part. Wow, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and, that motherfucker need gear. I swear to God. Well, he's wearing all black. He's just like Noob Sabat. Yeah, but he's wearing like regular clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so, AJ almost won to survive in a tournament of Mortal Kombat. So they're going to keep going to the next round. Then we had a promo. A return that everybody saw and everybody wanted and it made everybody so so excited you want to know what it is and I want to throw my fucking phone at at the TV well you wanted to throw the phone at the TV 
other people do other stuff at the TV <laughs> because they're sexy guys. They're sweet, fucking hot, amazingly fucking best looking chick ever. Eva Marie is back. You can hear with the sarcasm in my voice that I do not believe any of that. So these statements are mine. I don't think that she is all that hot. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I agree. So yeah, that's the thing. She's back. And I'm not even sure if we reported it because I don't even think I give a shit. But like, yeah, this has been in the works for a while. I think we reported it when, like, um, the Kamala was started with her whole Tamale A thing when she became. Oh, a okay. Boss. Okay. Then we had a backstage promo with the New Day sitting there trying to recover. And Elias and Jackson Riker, remember what happened to them last week? And they start throwing tomatoes. And I told Renegade, as soon as they threw tomatoes, I was like, they're not going to hit them. They're going to hit somebody random. And random was kind of the word. Because they hit Randy Orton. So you're saying random. You, you don't mean random. You mean Randy. Yes, I mean Randy <laughs> Orton. So they hit Orton and they ran. So you know what that's going to lead to. Bro. Yes. Then we had a match between Charlotte and... Dana Brooke and it was a chore it was a chore that's all I can say it was a chore the one thing I did like though they kind of like went back on it because for those that don't remember Dana Brooke was kind of like Charlotte's underling Mm -hmm. and they kind of went into that yes only thing that broke out in that match Mm mhm so Charlotte gets the win. And then she calls out Sonya Deville. And she's telling Sonya do the right thing. Every time before Sonya talks, she cuts her off. And they decide everything is better with Flair. Everything is better with Flair. Because they're turned into a triple threat match. Rhea, Asuka, and Charlotte. Everything's better with Flair. No. Yeah, it was the same same way I feel. Yeah. So then Mr. Dalegas is in the back and Kato's talking to him and she's like, Hey, what happened with you and Seamus last week? He's trying to explain to her he got beat up by Seamus. And then Seamus just shows him exactly what happened last week by beating him up again and say you don't deserve a U.S. title match. Like, okay. So, then, we have The Miz. He comes out, cut a Miz promo, and every time he says something, he basically, like, ignores and cuts off Johnny Nitro. It's like, dude, I mean, they're gonna break up soon. Yes, I see it. And Miz said something and I totally like I felt so sad after he said it he said I was an intercontinental champion 
I was a tag team champion, U.S. champion, world champion. I've done it all. And I just got so sad. And like the reason I got sad was like, Miz is a fucking joke and he had every title. Like he's had every title, every fucking title. Miz has had every fucking title. It's the Miz. Miz has had every fucking title. The Miz has had every fucking title. Yeah. Like that makes me sad. That makes me sad. I'm a Miz fan, so like that really didn't phase me. So yeah. Like no, I'm a wrestling fan, and that like totally phased me. That made me sad because it's like, yo, Miz is like not even half a wrestler. It's most of the fucking roster, and he's had every title, and they gave it to him multiple times. And it's like all of these guys are like kind of struggling to get a title, and Miz has had everything. It's like, like that makes me sad. But then it turns into a match between Damian Priesto and John Morrison. Which, of course, Damian Priest beats Morrison leading up to the Miz and Damian Priest match eventually. Yeah. So, by the grace of God, we go to the back and Adam Parrish is talking and he's talking to Mansoor from 205 Live and he's saying Mansoor welcome to be the newest Raw member and then Sheamus comes in the ring Sheamus is like yo I'm gonna kick his ass okay so Sheamus and Mansoor have a match later on and I know you're like why did you say by the grace of God that Mansoor is on Raw because he's not on 205 Live anymore No, but and I Ren- was happy. Yeah, go, go ahead. Like, tell, tell, tell what I Renegade pointed it out to me. was like, dude, that means he won't be on 205 Live. That means the show is going to die. Uh, uh, uh. They, no. Found, <laughs> they found new people to replace the people that they lost. Ha. Yo, like, Things that we want to fucking die in this fucking business don't. Exactly. Like me and Viper have this like running joke. Like we like whenever Impact Wrestling does like bad, like like in their lowest, like how long do you think this company's gonna go? I think it, it's always you asking me that, right? Mm-hmm. And I always say five years. I think they're like on their twentieth year, twenty fifth year, or something now. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> That's how long it has been around. 25 years. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Because every year, five years. Like, every time I ask them, five years. And then five years later, they're still around. It's like, damn, like, how long are they going to last? Five years. It's like, Jesus, they won't die. Like, they do have their good moments. It just, somewhere down, down the line, when they're doing good, they fuck up, like, really bad. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that they are, but I feel like they are gonna fuck up really bad after this AEW impact thing is over. 
this might be the nail in the coffin. Like, this might be, like, the transition then, like, engulfing them into AEW, you know? I'm not going to lie. I was going to say I wouldn't be okay with that, but I kind of would be. Yeah. Like, they have money. It's fine. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm not mad. So then on Raw, we had a fucking random ass match. The motherfucker wasn't even like, I swear to God, like they came back from commercial and the match was already starting. It was match? Yeah, the Lucha House Dragons and Cedric the Entertainer and Shelton Benjamins. And the Lucha House Dragons won and Cedric gets on the mic and says, you got kicked out of the hurt business, not me. And he just like start like he just started talking shit and he said Shelton is the weak link and he's over him and he leaves Shelton. I was like, okay, cool. So then we get Angel Garza. He has a rose and he's walking and he sees Drew Gulak. And they have a little back and forth. Drew says, I'm gonna stick that rose up your ass. So they have a match. It was a pretty good match. Garza wins. He sticks the rose down, collects tights, and kicks it in his ass. So he really did put it in his ass. Like that was just weird. Like yeah. that might be like one of the weirdest things I've seen in wrestling. Trust me, it might that might not be the last time you've seen it. Yeah, that they might actually make that his thing. Yeah, we had a funny backstage with Matt Riddle and the Viking Raiders, and he was talking about the draft. And he said, "Hey guys, he's like, he's like maybe like I thought you'd be rooting for the Vikings or the Raiders." And Ivar goes, "No, I'm a Browns fan." <laughs> it was like that's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> so then Randy grabs him and says, "We got a tag match tonight." Okay, bro. And then they wound up fighting Elias and Jackson Riker. They beat them really quick. With them. Huh? They need a team name. You see that little pause you did like you had to think of their name? They need a team name. Um, the Roadie. The Roadies. I'm okay with that because I do the same thing. I'm not criticizing you because I do the same thing. I like it. It me a minute to think of them. Yeah. So, Mansoor has a match with Sheamus. Sheamus is destroying the shit out of him. Mansoor is undefeated, by the way. So, Mansoor yeah. is coming back. Mansoor is getting close to winning. Sheamus just beats the fuck out of him. And, like, as soon as Sheamus, like, starts to win the second time, he gets caught by fucking Humberto Carrillo. But do you know the best part? You know the best part about this? What's the best part? Seamus killed both of them. Seamus killed both of them, stood tall with the title at the end. And it's like, what the fuck? What what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? I kind of saw Seamus uh, um, winning. Mm-hmm. But because remember, you thought like fucking Mansoor was going to win because he's undefeated and whatever. Mm-hmm. The only way I would have saw Mansoor win is fucking Humberto would have interfered and it would have worked. So. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Like, I just felt like 
I just feel like Sheamus is beating too many people. And, like, I know somebody's going to beat him eventually, but, like, I don't feel like anybody's going to beat him right away. You know what I mean? No, I got you. Yeah. Like, it'd probably be, like, a newcomer that shows up or someone getting caught up from NXT. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, then... We have Alexa. She's talking and she's talking about how her toy been in so many places and how her toy's hand gets so sticky and her toy makes her feel so good. And her toy just brings out her evil. And her toy is going to get unleashed on somebody soon. Okay. 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 Did you notice one thing about this? One thing. And I know you didn't because neither one of us really give a shit about this. But like after watching it back, it was just, it looked like a secondary, like Alexa was asking for help. But she couldn't get help because she was caught under the spell of her toy? Yeah. Yeah, I actually did notice that. Like, yeah. eventually she's going to, like, break out of it. So how, I don't know. Yes, I mean, I I hope and pray soon because, like, I'm really running out of things to jokingly make this thing entertaining. Like, and the bad part is, you're really not joking? Because... This last one seemed really sexual. So, yes, and like, okay, guys, I'm not saying I do or have any affiliation with anybody in the WWE, but like, <laughs> this feels like this was wrote because of this podcast. Like, it <laughs> literally feels like it was wrote because of this podcast. Like, so much of this whole Alexa thing has been written because of this podcast. Like, if you don't believe us, just listen to the just listen to the promos and just be like. Oh my god, he's not lying. Like this is shit that he said. It's it's true. Like yeah. they weren't as obvious as yours, right? But you could you could clearly hear the sexual innuendos. You know, dude. Last week's was clearly a jerk off instruction. Like the way that she set the mood, and she's like calmly. And it's like yo, like I know what those videos are. Like you're really just straight up ripping those off. I wouldn't know nothing about that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> fuck that. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I don't give a fuck. No, no, no. I'm just saying, because remember last week, she scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. She scared you. <laughs> and this week, it just was like, it was, It got worse. Yeah. Like, And I literally didn't make up that toy in weird places in her hands being sticky. Like, I didn't make that up. Like, that's literally part of the problem. But, but like, in hers, they were, like, had to do with blood and all that shit. But, like, same premise. Yes. So, then we had a tag team title match. The Ravishing Glow versus Naya and Shayna, who don't have a team name either. And Naya and Shayna look like they're gonna fucking break up again, but somehow they pulled it off and win a title. 
may not win a title, but like keep the title. Yeah. And then in the main event, we had Braun versus Bob. So Braun and Bob are fighting, and Drew comes out, and Drew distracts him. The match keeps going. The match keeps going. And then, like, Drew just lays everybody out after the match because Bob Lash hits the spear, beats Braun, but Drew lays everybody out after the match. Like, oh, oh okay. that That's the thing. So, yeah, that was Monday Night 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 Raw. Monday Night Night. night. <laughs> yes. Because if you watch it long enough and you pay attention, you'll go night night. Exactly. Exactly. It works better than melatonin. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So, yeah. Um. Anything else you want to talk about on Raw? On Raw? No. Is there anything you, else? You don't want to talk about anything else that happened on... Nothing really happened on Raw. <laughs> nothing happened on Raw. Like it's, 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 this was there. That's fucking there. Some other things, like... Fucking... Elp, as you called him last week. <laughs> ELP. Yeah. Like, I swear to God, I don't understand why no one has fucking called him Elp. Like it's the name is literally E L P. Just say Elp. Just yeah. Elp the H is Elp. Just say it. It's so fucking easy. He debuted tonight as I'm watching Impact Wrestling, and he mm. faced the name sounds familiar, but I don't remember him. V S K. I know who that is, but it's on the tip of my tongue, but I I can't remember. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I know who it is, yeah. It was a pretty good match. Like, me not knowing him, like, there's probably, like, nothing for you. But he <laughs> won, and, like, instead of raising his arm, the referee rose his leg. Like, I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> no, he's just being a dick, as usual. Yeah. Like, he was snapping hands with the fans or whatever, right? By the way, there uh-huh. are no fans, so you tell me. He's being a dick again. He's being a dick again. Like, this guy is like, he is like the supreme dick lord. Like, there's like there's no other fucking. He's like the troll of trolls. Like, he does some shit that you're like, dude, what the fuck? Like, one time he was in Japan, and like, because he's a dick, he took this, like, LIJ fan's hat. He was a little kid. He took the hat, and he's like, I'm gonna give it back and throw it. Fucking throw it. The, here's the bad part about it. Here's the really yeah. bad part about it. The kid was autistic. It's like, dude, yeah. <laughs> you're such a dick. You're such a dick. Like, he's, like he's just the worst fucking human. Like he, like he comes out and like the fans, like they try to slap his hands even though he's a bad guy and he, he acts like he's gonna do it and then he just like jumps back and is like dude what are you like stop like, just stop messing with these people he like he's just like a total dick like 
everything about him is like a total dick. And one thing he does is punch people in the dick. Total dick. Fucking dick. I'm not sure. Because like, since I'm watching it while we're doing the podcast, I didn't catch that. He may have mm-hmm. done it. And he, like, he doesn't do it like a normal person where you're just like, oh, he just punched him in the dick. No, he winds up his fist and just straight, bow, just punch him in the dick. It's like, that's not cool. <laughs> and then he has the one where he, like, he ties you in the tree of woe and you're like, oh, he's going to do a drop kick or something cool. No, he goes, stands on your nuts. It's like, that he did. Yeah, come he did. on. Like he does so much asshole shit. It's like this guy's a fucking dick. <laughs> like he, he like he's a true dick. And what here's a super dick move he did. Super dick move. He goes, Yo, I have brand new theme music. My theme music is so cool. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. All on social media. All on fucking social media. He gets to the building. To play the music. They can't play the music because it's not copyrighted. Oh. <laughs> they're like, dude, dude, like, we're trying to play your music, but it's not copyrighted. He's like, I know. I'm the one who holds the copyright. What like, you fucking dick? Like, <laughs> you dick. Oh. I was so mad at him. He did that for like three shows straight. And everybody was like, why can't we hear your music? He's like, because... I hold the copyright, but I didn't say you can play it. Like, you just hyped this up for fucking two weeks. We're like, oh, we can't wait to hear it. No, man, fuck you. And then he finally fucking played it. I was like, God damn it, you're such an asshole. Like, he's such a dick. Like, he's such a dick. I I like like him. (laughs) And the funny part is, like, the only reason I never put him in the category of best heels is because he doesn't fit best heels. He just fits like a true dick. Because a lot of stuff he does is like, he's really playing a real true dickhole, but it's not like you make it work in, like he doesn't make it work in wrestling. It's like you do some really dick shit like on the outside and in your promos and like just like on Twitter. It's like you do some really truly dick shit, but like it's just something about him that I'm just like I can't say that you're one of the best heel wrestlers. Like, you're a good fucking troll, but I can't say you're one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, because, like, I think it's because he troll like, he trolls instead of just being a true dick. Like, if he was just a true, like, a true dick, like, Jay White or, like, MJF or something, like, if he was just, like, a true dick, it would be like, okay, cool. Like, no, you troll, which is like, it's funnier, but at the same time, it doesn't translate into you, like me looking at you like, oh, you're one of the best heels. You're just like one of the best trolls, but like, I don't think you're one of the best heels. He seems like he could work as a heel or a face. Like, he's kind of like the DX kind of vibe, whatever, where he's a dick, mm-hmm. you can't help but kind of like him. Yes, and, like, that's the thing, like, I don't know how he would play as a face, and, like, I really want to see what he would do as a face, because he's, like, he just has that really likable troll energy, it's, like, I like this because I like the shit that you troll, but it's, like, I don't know how you would be as a good guy. Yeah, I feel you. 
Because, like, the only thing that ever fucking bothers me is, like, he'll be having a great match and he'll be busting his ass and you're like, oh, my God, this guy is so good. Then he just fucking around and goes, oh, I forgot I'm a troll and just does something trolling in a match. And you're like, no, the match was so good. You know, you're just doing troll shit. Like, God damn it. Like, it was so good. Like, it's like he'll just do something random and you're like, how the fuck are you trolling? Like that spot you just mentioned where he'll fucking, like, put you in tree of woe and you look like you think mm-hmm. you go for a drop kick and he just stands on your, your fucking balls. Yes. Yeah, but he like, does he does have like a couple of really cool spots that you're just like how the f- like you like you shouldn't be doing this like okay there was a move like this was at the Tokyo Dome he was fighting Hiromo he pushed Hiromo was on the top rope he pushed Hiromo down Hiromo is now laying on the top rope he walks the rope and then hits Hiromo with an elbow while Hiromo is laying on the top rope and it's just <laughs> like it's like dude it's like your skill is impeccable, but then you're just gonna do something trolling like five minutes later. Like oh fuck, like he sets him up and does a back rake. And it's like see, see, that's what I'm talking about. It was a fucking troll. It's like a fucking troll. And like Kevin Kelly even said it because like he threw he threw Hiromo on the outside. He was on another rope. He walked the rope, walked all the way around to where Hiromo was, turned around on the rope and did a moonsault. And it's like, this guy has all the fucking skills in the world, but he always fucking trolls. It's like, god damn it, man. <laughs> but yeah, he obviously he won his debut match. So hopefully he sticks around for a minute, maybe win the exhibition title. Yes, I I definitely want him to win the exhibition title. Yeah. That would be cool. And like, um, mm-hmm. No, I was about to say the, the funniest part about him is he's a Canadian. Like he, his name is El Fantasmo, but he's a Canadian. Like it's just so random, so fucking random. Yeah, yeah, like what the fuck. <laughs> but um, the show just finished just now, right? Mm-hmm. And like you know, we're not gonna cover the whole thing because it's happening while we're fucking recording and shit. So just mm-hmm. you know, give you like the best part, which was one day. Two, they've been doing like a series of matches so people could um, qualify for a six man and the winner of the six man is going to face Kenny in the following pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So now the six man is complete and the match is Chris Saban versus Chris Bay versus Sammy Callahan versus Matt Cordona versus Trey Miguel versus Moose. One okay. of these guys is gonna win and face Kenny Omega for the impact. I don't know if the TNA title's on the line also, but yeah. So right now my money is on either Sammy or Moose. One of those two. I think Sammy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it was Moose even, but like one of those two. Yeah, Moose would make sense since he just lost the TNA title since I brought that up. Mm-hmm. So- that that would be something. And he was really kicking Kenny's ass in that tag team match too. Yes. Exactly. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So but, um, um any what? other companies that have anything noteworthy to talk about real quick, Hefe? M L 
AEW, which is trying to revive themselves because they're going to do something unprecedented. They're going to have a draft. Oh, shit. Yeah. And when I heard the draft, I was like, wait, what? They're literally just going to be drafting a bunch of free agents from the Indies, from any international place that doesn't have any contracts. They're, they're going to be just drafting people, and I'm totally down for it. I'm all for so, it. Literally a draft from, like, football or basketball. hmm Yeah. Okay. Like, I, like, I want to see how this is going to play out. I have a weird, funny suspicion, but like if this happens, it would be so random. But at the same time, it would it would lend way more credence to something that's going on. So okay. they're drafting free agents, right? Mm-hmm. How about if one of those free agents was Daniel Bryan? Oh my God, he's a free agent. Yes, which is really funny because after we finished recording, we found out that Daniel Bryan is no longer under contract with WWE. Yeah. So, like, everybody is talking, oh, he's going to go here, go there. He can literally go anywhere he wants, one. Mm -hmm. Two, I've heard. I'm not going to say... I've heard, like, I've heard from some reliable sources that he is staying with the company. Now, other people is like, he's not staying with the company. He's like, he may be gone. And like, you never know where he's going to pop up over the next 60 days. Okay. But you had no idea that this happened. The person who said that, like, didn't even know it happened until it was broken by somebody else. Yeah, and it was funny because like we knew the story three days like before anybody else was like oh th- th- this is a thing so we just like we sat on it, it was like okay what's gonna happen and per the source said that like he's probably gonna wind up staying with WWE and if he does stay with WWE the draft and MLW would lend some credence in MLW-WWE working relationship. So that would that would work. I would love that. There's a lot of people in MLW I would like to see him work with. Yes. Yeah. So something happened that like I didn't understand because like I read it on Twitter and I was like, What? That didn't make any fucking. It was yeah, still MLW, and it was like, okay, what? Okay, so I read on Twitter that that A, the Triple A did not acknowledge. They didn't acknowledge Leo Rush winning the title because yes, they didn't acknowledge him winning the title, and they didn't change the title. They didn't change the title down there. They didn't acknowledge it. So Laredo Kid was still champion. So apparently, like, they had no knowledge that Leo Rush beat him for the title. So all of a sudden, Laredo Kid is still champion and Leo Rush is not champion. And Leo Rush was like, oh, this is messy, which I agree. Like, 
if you didn't want that to happen, you should have said something and like told MLW they wouldn't have did it. Yeah, that sounds weird as shit. That's the first I'm hearing about that. What the fuck? Cause like the funny thing is, like, this is something that happened like in the fucking eighties or nineties when like you don't have TV or internet and you can't figure out what's happening. You just like, oh, someone like a title change in fucking Mexico and nobody knows about it, and then you just go back and like, oh well then he's still champion because nobody knew about it. That's exactly what happened. Like that, that kind of pissed me off because it's like, dude, like we seen it. Like just acknowledge it and just be like, okay, let him lose to Laredo Kid and lose the title back. But yeah. nope. They just like, nope, Laredo Kid never lost. Fuck you. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Like lose what? Don't know what to talk about. Exactly. And then Laredo Kid for um El Gringo Loco. They had like a decent match. Not like a fucking banging match, but like they had a decent match. So um, what is his name? Not Hammer, some Holiday. Richard Holiday. Richard Holiday beat some dude, and he went back to talk to Alicia and got beat up by Gino Medina. So they have a beef that keeps going. Yeah. Myra Reed beat Leo Rush in a fucking banger of a match to take back the title. So he's got the title back. So technically right now Leo Rush doesn't have anything then. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is where everything gets real fun. So Selena De La Renta got kidnapped last week. So now she goes and meets her boss, which is Dario Cueto, which we have talked about a long time ago on this podcast. So the guy from Lucha Underground is now there, which is now part of Azteca Underground. So he's on the phone and he tells somebody he's going to meet them in Philadelphia July 10th. Now, here's where everything gets real fun and sticky because who could he be talking to who do you think he could talk to it could be anybody like he brought up one person I don't like that one at all so mm-hmm. like my hopes is someone like Andre yes that would be good mm-hmm. can like tell them who you brought up yes I brought up El Patron Cause like he is a person that used to be involved with Lucha Underground. That is a destiny I wouldn't want. Yes. Here's something that is even stickier that I didn't know till I found out recently. You want to know? What? Selena De La Renta is done with MLW. I found that out today. Yes. She's gone. So, who knows what that means for her? Is she going back to school? Is she going to another company? Who knows? But, I mean, it's pretty likely she's going to show up somewhere else. Yeah. But she could do um, the school thing, you know. 
I thought you were going to say something else that I was thinking, and I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying she was going to pop up at a subscription-based website? TikTok. You know she loves the TikTok. No, she's banned from TikTok. I banned her from TikTok. <laughs> like, I literally went in the TikTok system and banned her because she was doing some ridiculous stuff. Thank God she forgot that that app existed. Thank God. I'm on Twitter right now as we speak on my tab. I, I can hit her up and remind you know, her. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, we're, like, we're friends on Twitter. And if I say anything about TikTok, she's like, oh, yeah, that's TikTok. I remember. I'm going to start doing videos now. Oh, God. You, you want me to hit her up? No, hit her up? don't. Hit her up? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Hi, Selena. Nope. Nope. That's why, I, that's why I don't even mention TikTok. That's why I don't mention TikTok. Because if she sees it, she's like, oh, yeah. T-. Nope. Mm-mm. 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 She always her and Caden Carter making TikToks all summer. That was just, that was just the worst time. Every time I just open up the, and just see her just like, oh, my God, would you stop? <laughs> It just was it just was like the silliest, weirdest stuff that you can even imagine. It's like, what are you doing? I'm glad she's over that. <laughs> but I wonder if her and Caden are going to hang out again. Her own? I mean, they could. I mean, it would be fun for them. No, I didn't hear who you said. Who you said? Caden Carter. Uh, no, no. You don't want her to hang out with her? No, no, no. no. Why? I'm, I'm okay. Moving on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, NXT UK. This match was like, okay, this match was fucking weird. Because, like, at first I didn't know what happened, but, like, at the end of it, it was like, oh. So it was Dave Masters versus Ilya Dragunov, right? Okay. They're fighting, and, like, all of a sudden, Mastiff just, like, does, you know, when somebody's on your back and you does the flat back and you squish them, and he squished Dragunov, and it's like, then the Rock Reason goes, ring the bell. I'm like, the fuck you ringing a bell for? What happened? Like, did he hurt Dragunov? Did he hurt himself? So, like, Massive is, like, kind of sitting over, and you're like, the fuck is going on? Like, and I look, and I just see, like, this pool of blood forming. I'm like, oh, my God, like, you're bleeding. And, like, they zoom out, and the ring has, like, little blood spatters, and it's like, what the fuck happened? Like, they literally had to rewind it and show. Like, Ilya Dragunov hit him with an elbow in the face, like, in the beginning of the match, and busted him wide open. Wow. Oh, shit. That's fucking crazy. So, we had Supernova, which is Noam Dar, with his talk show, and Sam, and, what is his name? Sam Shaw. So, they call out um, Nathan Fraser, and it is so fucking funny, because he goes, 
He's like, Nathan Frazier. And then he's like, wait, nope, that's Brandon Carter. I was like, dude, that's not, that's not his name. No, like, changed it. He's like, nope, they changed his name. Like, that was kind of funny. They changed his name, though? Yeah, his name is Nathan Frazier now. Oh. Then Sexton Huxley for Trent Seven. Yeah, Trent Seven. I don't know why I could swing you could say Beretta. No, I was actually going to say acid. I had to catch myself. Oh, fuck. So, damn, Russell. Look up Trent, Trent Acid. Yes. So, they're rustling, and then all of a sudden, just Sam Gladwell gets on screen and just starts talking shit about Trent Seven. And But Trent Seven winds up winning a match anyway. What the fuck? <laughs> so, they're showing all of the women, like, they're doing little vignettes for them for the gauntlet match next week. But, I forgot her name. Not Eva Valkyrie, Amelia, or... What is her name? Like, it's the other girl that's, like, really strong and cool. Like, she beat the living shit out of fucking Zyra Brookside. Like, she fucked her. Teamed up with Mitchell? No, 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 no. That's that's Viper. Okay. No, this is a girl. She has black hair, and she's... I forgot her name. But she beat the shit out of Zyra Brookside. So it looks like Zyra Brookside isn't going to be in it. Oh. So then we had the finishing match, street fight, Kenny Williams versus Amir Jordan. Like the tag team that broke up, and the loser leaves NXT UK. Like Is this had another stipulation, like fucking balls can't anywhere. Street like, fight, street, street fight. fight. Yeah, they beat the shit out of each other, and the whole time I'm like. Yo, Kenny Williams is definitely he's losing. He's losing. He's going somewhere else. Kenny Williams going somewhere else. Kenny Williams going. Nope. Nope. Kenny Williams didn't go no goddamn where because Kenny Williams won the fucking match. So Amir's going? Yes. That actually fucked me up a little bit. Like, what the fuck? Like that that really That fucked me up. I could kind of see him in 205. Yes. Like, I I wouldn't be surprised and I'm not angry about it because it's new blood in 205. So, that's a thing. I am. I won. You should end. <laughs> nope, it's going to keep going with new blood. New blood rising. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. And speaking of new blood rising, we got NXT. Which a lot of people was like, yo, this was a really good show of NXT. I'm like, good, yeah. Like, they're getting back to normal. Yep. So it started off with us. Uh, is it Street Fighter or False Count Anywhere with Swerve and um, Leon Orr? Okay. Yeah, this was kind of interesting. Like, they were fighting and they were doing some shit that it was like, oh, okay. Like, they used the light. Like, Renegade even said it was like, I've never seen anybody use the light. Not like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, Leon Ruff did like a reverse Huda Karata, a poison Rana, 
off the apron from Swerve. It was a lot of crazy shit. Yeah. Like, he does this weird-ass switch cutter, which is, like, pretty dope. And then he jumped and got caught by AJ Frazier. No one knows who he is. But he's, he's, a, he's a former football player that got signed at WWE. And he fucked him up. He's also a host on Peacock with one of their shows. Yes. And then, then, like, Swerve pans him. And then Swerve walks out with him, Shanti Diadas, and I forgot the girl's name. But she's Brandy. been on Brandy. Yes, Brandy. They all walked out, and nobody, I swear, any of these wrestling journalists even know what wrestling is anymore. Because he was like, yeah, he walked out with three guys. One of them was AJ Frazier. I don't know who the hell the other two guys were. I don't even know what the fuck they were doing there. It's like, dude, what, do, you, do you even watch wrestling? Like, you cover wrestling, but do you even watch it? Do you Wait. watch it? Wait, wait, what? right? What? what? It's like, out of two of us, right? I never mm-hmm. claimed to be a journalist. I'm mean, mm-hmm. like a fan. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't know who AJ was. Like, I'm going to be, yeah. like, pretty transparent about that. I looked yeah. that up later. Mm-hmm. But how do you not know who Ashanti Dedonis is? Like, he's been on NXT. He's been on 205 Live. I want to say he probably won an episode of SmackDown or Raw also. Because they're on somebody's payroll. They're getting sponsored money by another company. Not like the sponsored money we get from Blue Chew that gets your dick real hard. But they're getting sponsored money from another company to get your, you know. But yeah, yeah. I don't think that's legal. I think that's called bribery, but whatever. Moving on. <laughs> it's fine. So. Then we go in the back, which is we get a really funny exchange because Was Johnny Gargano. No, they work on the other show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we get a great exchange. Johnny Gargano buses in, and Scarlet is sitting there with Regal, and Austin Theory goes, "Those are really big." No, me knowing comedy, the first thing I do is go, he's talking about Regal's brass knuckles because they're not going to make him talk about her tits. And he's like, no, Johnny, they're big. Like, those are the biggest I've ever seen. And I was like, oh, he's talking about, I don't know what he's talking about now because he just kept saying it. He just kept getting more and more. And then he goes, those nails, they're so sharp. And it's like, oh my God, that's what you were talking about. Like, like, I felt some type of way. Like, I felt really uncomfortable. Because Cross is a scary man. Like, you don't want to fuck with this girl. <laughs> yes. But it was so funny because, like, I I was trying to think of anything that wasn't that. <laughs> so then we had Cameron Grimes versus... I forgot what this guy's name is. I can't remember his name. But Cameron Grimes beat him in, like, under three seconds. And Cameron Grimes was ready to leave. Then we had Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro in the back. And they're saying, we're going to go for the tag team titles. And Caden was like, yeah, once we finish off that that Asian bitch, 
she said something similar, not racistly exact, but she said something racist closely. Yeah, it did come across as racist. Yes, and then Frankie Monet, who keeps every time a woman is talking back today, she shows up. I I like that. I like that. Don't forget her puppy. And the puppy. So then we see Cameron Grimes, and he's out there talking to Everrise. So that's four people from 205 Live that have left 205 Live in our NXT. Shanti Diadonis, Mansoor, and Everrise. So yep. 205 Live is 205. Not live no more. Not to mention, but, we still have SmackDown, so it's like, yeah. Yeah, but we've been complaining about 205 Live, just the same eight guys, the same eight guys. Apparently, we're not going to get the same eight guys. We'll get so, new eight guys. Yes. And it'll make us happy. So, Cameron Ground says, I'm going to the VIP lounge. And Renegade goes, wait, MVP's there? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really funny yeah then we get the grizzled young vets versus Champa and Thatcher so like they had a really good match it winds up on the outside it, it was so funny because it winds up on the outside and like they go over the announce table so all of a sudden Wade Barrett goes what happened to my shoe what the fuck do you mean we have this show? So, the ref is distracted with one of the members of the Grizzly Young Vets. Champa slides in the ring and hits the other one with, with the shoe. And Timothy Thatcher puts him in a submission and just wins the match. And Champa the whole time is hiding the shoe. And wrestling German with schools. I didn't get the I didn't get why they were doing the, sh- the shoe thing. It's like like you watched last week with the shoes off Zach Gibson thing like like why are you people what like does this man have a worse memory than me it's like I have a real bad memory y'all is it worse than mine apparently because they always say I watch so much wrestling I don't have time to, to no but like you, you should have a memory what the fuck <laughs> Because I even, like, first of all, I remembered it from NXT UK. Mm-hmm. Second, if I didn't remember it, I remember it from last week. Right. Like, what the fuck? Like, that kind of pissed me off. <laughs> so then we get Killer Cross. He comes out and talks about how he's a champion and, he, and somebody should step up to him. So cool Kyle O'Reilly comes in the ring. He tips his hat to Miss Scarlet and says, I want to challenge you. But before he can finish saying he wants to challenge him, then Pete Dunn shows up. Before Pete Dunn can finish, then Finn Balor shows up. And then they all get to fighting and Killer Cross murders all of them. Until he gets super kicked by Johnny Gargano. That was crazy. Yeah, that, that was that was the way. <laughs> So we get Saray versus um, the girl from last week, the one, two, three kid girl. Don't remember her name. 
She looked like she bad. The radar smacked that, I want to say. Yes. She was like, yeah, I was going to call her Zachary, but like, that's not a girl's name. Yeah. Like, she looked like she died because Ray, like, drop kicked her between the ropes twice. It was like, jeez, like, she fucking murdered her. But Saray head off. Yeah. And Saray got the win and beat that girl out. We go in the back and we get Imperium talking to Volter on Skype. And Volter tells Wolf, you gotta fight Killian Dane. And he leaves. And Eitner and Bartel grab the tab and I'm like, listen, fam, we gotta talk. Because, like, apparently, they're upset about um, Wolf. So that's the thing. Wolf? So we, yeah, Wolf. So we see the girl, the one, two, three kid girl in Saray, and they're talking. And then all of a sudden, Tony Storm standing in the background. And Zoe starts standing in front of her, like, ah, you're not going to do anything. And Tony and them have to be separated. But yeah. Your buddy Jake Atlas, who was also on 205 Live, <laughs> has a talk with E. La Drake. And L. A. Knight? No, I don't. <laughs> Eli Drake picks up the one, two, three. Kid. And he picked up Xbox? Oh, shit. <laughs> so then we go backstage and the way is getting ready for their match. And Candace is talking to Indy and Candace sees a painting backstage. So she moves Indy out the way so Indy doesn't see it. She covers up the painting. So she's trying to tell Indy about getting ready and Indy's super mad because these girls are trying to steal my man. And then... And it's really funny because, like, Dexter Lumis is standing with flowers at the door, and Candace is looking at Andy, trying to make sure she doesn't see. And she closes the blind so Andy doesn't see her. I didn't even notice he had flowers. Yeah, he had flowers. He's he's trying to make amends. He's trying to get back in her good graces. Good eye, good eye. So we had a Tony Storm promo where I was just so mesmerized by Tony's beauty. And she was talking about how she did a Cosby reference. And she didn't know she did a Cosby reference because I don't think she's old enough to know what Cosby is. But she said, I brought you in this wrestling business and I could take you out. She said that to Zoe Starks. So apparently that's going to happen. We get get Logado da Fantasma talking about how they're going to take the titles from MSK and Kishida. And Kishida's like, he shows up on the big screen and is like, you know what? Fuck all that. Me and you next week. So, they set up for a two out of three falls match. Fantasma, I mean, Santos Escobar versus Kishida. Two out of three falls for the Cruiserweight title. Gonna be a great match. Yes. Yes. Then they have one of the best backstage Latina interviews between Raquel Gonzalez and Mercedes Martinez. Talking oh, about... I didn't like it. 
No, I I know you didn't like it, but like they're setting up for that match next yeah. week for the title. That makes it gonna be awesome. Yes. So we're getting ready for the tag team title match. And Ember and Shotzi about to get in the tank. And the dog pooped in the tank. At least they think it's a dog. They're like, wow, this is too big to be a dog poop. So Never mind. I was about to ask you a question. Never mind. What? What, what if what the dog who took a dump in the tank? What? I don't That's know. What if it was an Indy or something? I don't know. It could have been. That's so my man. Blah. Wow. So Cameron Grimes goes to this place. And he's getting ready to go in the VIP. He said, let me in the VIP, man. Dude's like, no. Come on, let me in. No. I'm Cameron Grimes, David. No. And then a limo pulls up. And a friend of mine says, who's the old guy that got out of the limo? I felt so bad. I felt so bad. It made me sad. It made me sad. <laughs> it made me sad too, because that old guy that got out the limo was none other than Ted DiBiase. Ha 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 I was to say everyone got a price. Okay. <laughs> yes. Ted DiBiase is having his money beef with Cameron Grimes. I like that. Yeah. But what do you think the payoff's going to be for this? I don't know, because I don't know if they can... I don't know if he can wrestle. I don't know what can happen, but I'm like, there has to be some kind of weird payoff to this. Like, it has to be some kind of... I don't know. It's... Like it has to, it has to have a payoff because like you can't keep doing this unless the payoff is Cameron Grimes go broke trying to spend money with Ted DiBiase. But like, that I mean, is- that's, I mean, that's like uh, a cheap payoff. But I don't know, I don't know. That's like, what you call it predictable. Mm-hmm. But something's gotta happen though. Yeah. Before we get in this match, I got I totally forgot about it. Like mm-hmm. one thing I hated about blood and guts more than anything was commercial breaks. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the reason I remember that is because this woman's tag team title match, which was a street fight, had a couple of commercial breaks. And I was like, come on, man, like this come on. And like it was No go ahead. No go. No, I was gonna say like blood and guts. The way they hyped it up, it's supposed to be like a pay per view caliber thing, which mm-hmm. I agree. But mm-hmm. the commercials kind of took you out of it. Mm-hmm. Like I heard so many people go, "Well, they have sponsors. They have sponsors." Like, how many times have they and NXT when they were in a war go? We're going to run all the commercials in the first half, and then this match is going to be commercial-free. Like, they've done that before. Both shows. So, I don't understand why you couldn't do it this time. That's not new at all. That's not a new concept at all. Like, back in the WBF days, they used to do that. And back in the WWE days, they used to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... 
so this match was brutal and violent. Super brutal and violent. Like, it was a couple times where I thought people were legit dead. The tag team tree fight, right? Yes, the tag team tree fight. Like, I thought Candice died. I thought Shotzi died. I thought fucking Indy died. I definitely thought Ember died when they slammed her on that fucking ladder. Like, I yeah. thought everybody died. Like, it was so many times where it's like, yo, this person is dead, isn't it? Like, this, like, the show's over. Like, I thought these people were dead so many fucking times. And this is like, they kept getting up and kept going. I was like, oh my God. Like, it was so good. And it ended, and I know a lot of people didn't see this, but I seen it and, like, I totally disregarded it when it happened because mm-hmm. Candace used brass knuckles to knock, in, knock Shotzi out. She knocked Shotzi out. Shotzi hit the floor. She had her on the chair. She did Wicked Stepsister, and then she pinned her. But, like, if you wasn't paying attention, when Candace hit her, Candace immediately dropped the knuckles and then went in the Wicked Stepsister. So, yeah. I didn't see it. Like, it happened so quick. Mm -hmm. But I have one issue with it, though. Okay, what's the issue? It's a street fight, so why did you like, try to hide the fact like, use the brass knucks? Like it don't matter. Like the referee can be like disqualified. It's, it's a street fight. Like, Dude, that's what fight. I was thinking too. I was thinking the same shit. I'm like, why did you throw it down? Like it was legal. But like, like the- after that, mm-hmm. you did the wicked stepsister on the chair. So if you're worried about one, why aren't you worried about the other? Exactly. Here, here's the only thing that I'm like. Okay, maybe it's this reason. Okay. It's because maybe she couldn't grab her for Wicked Stepsister with the knuckles in hand. That's why she threw them down so fast. That makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm like. Okay, that's the only thing that I could think of. Like, maybe she had the the knuckles and she couldn't grab her for the finish. But, like, that's the only thing I could think of. Like, I couldn't think of anything else. Yeah. But congratulations to them, though. Like, Candace, like, deserve deserve it. You know what I mean? Candace's been busting ass for years, and Indy's really fucking good. So. Yes. And, like, I've been complaining about Candace not winning for a while. Yeah. So you got your wish, bud? <laughs> yes. Because, like, that was bothering me because Candace, like, she really busts her ass. She's a good wrestler. And sometimes they just stick her ass. Johnny's husband or Johnny's wife. It's like, okay. Like, but she can wrestle though. No, no, no. She's just Johnny's wife. But she can, all right, whatever, that baby. Like, yeah. Like, that's how I kept feeling because it was like, she could go, but like, no, she's just a sidekick. Like, she actually wrestles better than like 90% of the women's roster. So, like, what the fuck? I kind of want Johnny to lose his title because for those that don't know, he has a North American title. I want him to lose his title so him in theory could win the men's tag team titles. That, I don't want them to win. The only reason I don't want them to win it is because like MSK I mean, just got the titles. Like they yeah. just got the titles. But it would like, be kind of cool as a group that, you know? Yeah, no, that was that would be cool that everybody has tag team titles. Like, that would be like, oh, shit, everybody has tag team titles. Yeah, but I do feel you, like, 
but eventually yeah. it happened. Yeah, like if like if they didn't just win those titles and they had those titles for a long time, I'd be like, you know, like maybe like yeah. But they just got those titles. So I want them to hold the title for like at least a good three to four months. Yes. And the same for Candace and Indy. I want them to hold the title for like at least a good three or four months. 100%. I feel like fucking, what you call it, like it, whoever beats them is going to be the, um, they got the Phantasma that they channeled them. You think Elgato the Phantasma is going to beat them? Eventually. Not this next coming thing. But oh, yeah. Because I was about to say, yeah, this next coming thing, I don't think they're going to beat them. Yeah. They're definitely taking a loss. But yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. So, bud, um, what do you think about the hot tub metal on Twitch? Well, it doesn't bother me. Like, they have the whole like, other bunch of issues or whatever, like the whole DMCA thing. Wait, so you're saying the DMCA thing is worse than the hot tub streamers what yeah I, I could care less <laughs> but no it's such a big thing that we need to get these hot tub streamers out there because it's so low effort and they're stealing content from us nah that's nah, not what happened pal not at all like if you're like, losing ca- for content so. Dude, I don't like. I don't even care. And like, I know somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, you don't care because you're a perv. Like, you, you like that type of stuff." No, I, I, I don't really. I don't really care because it doesn't affect me. Like, it, it really yeah. doesn't affect me. Like, it, I don't care. Like, I, I could care less. Like, they're beautiful women, great bodies. They're doing their thing. They work for it. Let them do it. Because the minute you start censoring them, hmm, you're censoring yourself, pal. Just remember that. Because they'll be like, oh, you got to censor them because they're, they're doing something that's explicit. Oh, so you mean like your content when you curse and scream and yell? Oh, well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm censoring your ass too. But I didn't do it. No, no, no. No, you want them to get censored. It's all censoring you. Like, the thing is, like, people should be championing them and be like, yes, fucking, I love hot tub streamers. The more you love them, the more unrestricted it becomes on Twitch. Once everything starts becoming unrestricted, you don't have a care in the world. You you won't even be thinking about, oh, I'm going to get fucking banned. You're just going to be like, fuck it, I'm just going to do what I want. Because you could just go, look, this thing right here, this is why I can't get banned. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's why you can't get banned. Got you, pal. Exactly. But people don't think. It's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. So, yeah. Um, 
What else should we talk about? Should we talk about uh, Street Fighter? I almost said let's talk about SmackDown, but some odd reason I was say let's talk about MSK. Wait, what? MSK is SmackDown? Dun, dun, dun. For the main roster, that's the show I'd rather they go to, but whatever. That's true. That's true. That's true. But we're about to get old school on SmackDown. I God, I hope they had that theme and that intro and the fist. They had that. I'm good. Well, we're going to see. So, yeah, SmackDown. Uh, Wait, not back. just SmackDown. Throwback SmackDown. It's Thursday SmackDown? <laughs> if, if you guys didn't get the reference, you're just too young to get the reference. Or you actually got the reference and you're just like, ah, you got the reference. It's like on Throwback Thursdays. <laughs> but then you really didn't get the reference because the reference was to SmackDown used to be on Thursdays. Wasn't it the, the original day? Yep. Am I mistaken? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was on Thursdays. On UWF. Yeah. yeah I, I sound old. <laughs> They're the same thing. But yeah, it um, it started off super, super old, way too old, almost too old for us. It's just fucking old. Yeah, yeah. Because like, it went. No, go on. I was gonna say when I think old school SmackDown, I think like the old thing, you know, the or. Beautiful people, or all the other theme that they had, they went back to that seemed like fucking superstars to me. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, it was back to superstar level of, yeah, yeah. Like that. That was super weird because I'm like, oh, they're gonna do a SmackDown thing. They were like, nope, we're gonna do something totally different. That bad. was. It wasn't bad at all. It was really good. Really yeah. good. Because it started off with Roman and Jay Uso coming out to talk about how they killed Daniel Bryan. Incorrect. Okay. Miz. Exactly. Started off with a virtual SmackDown fist. They fisted it, huh, y'all? Okay, they fisted us. Which we never thought we were going to get, but we got a fist. Right? <laughs> and it started off with Roman talking about he killed Daniel Bryan. <laughs> and he replaced him with. Oh, so. 
Jimmy Uso at that. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that that was that was actually fucking weird because it's like the fuck, why Jimmy Uso? Like nice little surprise. It was, but it was like, how are you replacing him with Jimmy Uso? That made no sense. <laughs> But then somebody was like, ooh, I know what's going to happen. That's Daniel Bryan's going to come out. Right. Wrong. Wrong. The person who did come out next kind of, well, I mean, it was not shocking because it was Cesaro. So Cesaro came out. Cesaro is talking to Jimmy and Jay and talking shit. And then Seth Rollins comes out and attacks him. Then the greatest surprise came. The referees came out. And I know you're like, what's so surprising about the referees? They were wearing old SmackDown blue. Yeah. I got a little misty eye. Have <laughs> my back memories. But we didn't have time to get misty eye because right after that happened. Teddy Long came out. And Teddy Long said to us, listen, Cesaro is going to go one-on-one with Seth Rollins, and if Cesaro wins, he gets a title match with Roman Reigns. I'm like, oh, that's actually cool. Yeah. So, they had a match. But Jimmy and Jay stay out there. Roman leaves. So, Roman is in the back looking. Jimmy and Jay is out there. So, Jay's trying to help. He keeps telling Seth Rollins, yo, let me help. Let me help. Seth's like, relax. Let me help. Relax. He kept trying. At one point, he was like, I'm not Roman. Chill. Yeah. He kept trying. He kept trying. He kept trying. And he was like, dude, re-fucking-lax. So, he winds up pushing him. And because he pushed him, Jimmy got upset and Jimmy super kicked him. So Seth lost because of that. Mm. So fucking, so fucking funny. But yeah, that's like, um, what do you think of that? What do you think of that situation? Originally, I'm thinking like, what the hell going on? But then like, as it progressed, I'm like, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yes. So after this goes back and talks to Roman and is like, yo, you better get your family under control before I do. And it teases such a little tension that it's like, hmm, are we getting Seth Rollins versus Roman eventually? Hmm. Hmm. Like, I, I wouldn't mind, like, like a, a face Seth Rollins, which I hate the face Seth Rollins, but mm-hmm. versus a heel Roman Reigns, that would be awesome. Yeah, I think we're going to either get that going into SummerSlam or yeah. sometime soon. Like, if they keep this gimmick but make him face, I'd be okay with it. Talking about um, Seth Rollins? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that works out. Yeah. So, then we have Sonya Deville talking to Teddy, and Sammy comes in. 
And Sammy's like, I'm, I want an Intercontinental title shot. And then Teddy goes, you're going to go one-on-one with The Undertaker. They had to remind them Undertaker retired. <laughs> so then Teddy says, all right, you're going to team up with the Intercontinental Champion Apollo to go against the Street Profits, Biggie, Kevin Owens, and Shinsuke Nakamura. And Sammy counts on his hands. He's like, wait a minute, this is only two of us against them? And then Teddy goes, no, because your partners are going to be the American Alpha and Barton the Cabrone. It's a 10-man tag, player. And I'm looking yeah, at what? Um, Booker at one point. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not King Booker. King Corbin. <laughs> like, wait. Yeah, it was it was funny. I kind of got fucked up for a second. <laughs> Jimmy and Jay talked to the tribal chief. And Jimmy was like, yo, I ain't no punk and I ain't no bitch like my brother. And he just left. And Roman was like, yo, you better go get him. So he left to go get him. Then we had a one-on-one match. It was Money Mella versus Ruby Riot with Liv Morgan in her corner. I'm upset that they keep fucking not putting Liv in the ring? I, I don't understand. What, what's the problem? I think that's the whole point to upset you. Vince is kind of like sick and twisted like that. Like he knows what we want. So like he just like fuck you. I ain't giving it to you. He he's a sick twisted man but like it just makes no sense. Like it's like this is the time, like this is the point where it like starts to get to the point where you just be like, fuck it, like these people need to just leave and go to AEW. Like it's just it gets to that point because it's like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you just she's a talent, like she can work. She's been training. Have you seen her training videos? Like why are you just holding her back? Like what the fuck? Like look at her. Like where's the downside into that? Where's the downside, huh? When she can't talk, find her somebody to talk for. Like, where's the downside? There's no downside in her. And she fits the mold. You know, that's the type of girl that Vince likes, you know? Exactly. Exactly. She's blonde. She's white. She's thin. She has a nice frame. She everything that he wants. Right there. Right there. Just fucking use her. But it's like odd that he won't, you know? Exactly. It's fucking crazy. But Ruby and Mello had a match and Okay, I'm not gonna be that guy, but Mello needs to change her gear. Like she needs to change her gear. And I know somebody out there is gonna be like, dude, why are you saying she needs to change her gear? She's literally just falling out of her top. It's like Come on, dude. Like, we don't need to see that. Like, you hear a Russell. Come on, tighten up. But it's like every five seconds, it's like she's fixing the top. It's like, dude, you're coming out of your top. Just fix it. It's fucking ridiculous. 
And I know somebody's gonna be like, wait, you're such a fucking hypocrite. You were talking sex earlier. Now you want her to keep her boobs in. Yeah, because that was for entertainment. This is like for actual wrestling. Like, yeah, promos and whatever, it's whatever. But in the ring, like, yeah. Yeah, that's something totally different. Like, you're in the ring to wrestle, not in the ring to just, like, spill out and go, oh, look. No. It, it's weird. It's, it's weird. And the bad part is, like, Mella keeps, like, Mella keeps improving. And, like, it's like, oh, yeah, definitely, I want to cheer you on. But then, like, you come out in that and, like, every five seconds, like, you see her fixing her top. It's like, come on. Like, I know, like, you're just doing that just to do it. Like, stop. Like, get something tight that, that sticks to you and just get in there and wrestle. Yeah, this match was okay. Yeah, she beat Ruby and, like, she, she actually, like, got into the code of silence from, like, a weird-ass move and it was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. My only complaint, maybe like the match was too short. I didn't know. Of course it was. So then we had Bailey come out and Bailey cut this promo about how all of these women were great champions. And she reminded me of something that I totally forgot that Jackie was the first black woman cruiserweight champion. It's like Damn, I totally forgot she beat Billy Kidman. Uh, no. Okay, who who did she beat for that? If I'm not mistaken... Disco Inferno? Beat... It may have been Disco Inferno. Like, I'm thinking Disco Inferno, but I'm also thinking... It was like a joke thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who was making fun of JR, I want to call him Oklahoma, but I'm not sure. You would know better than me. Yeah, it was Oklahoma, but I don't think it... No, I think she'd be the actual wrestler for it. Okay, so if it was the actual wrestler, it had to have been Disco Inferno. It was like a joke thing. Yeah, because I remember, like, the story was that person tried to leave and, like, that whole Jackie situation happened and they were, like, upset about it. And I think it was Disco. Yeah, it was Disco. But, yeah, like, I totally forgot about that for a while. But yeah, like, Bailey, like, talk about all these champions. And then Bianca came out. Because she made a joke on Bianca, and Bianca came out and said, uh-uh. So they had their little back and forth, and Bailey bust out her Bailey laugh. It's so weird. And it's not, like, weird in the Seth Rollins way. It's just weird. It's weird. Fucking weird. It's just weird. So... Bailey gets beat up by Bianca. Then Bailey just starts whooping her ass. And she hit her with the rose clipper and left her lane. Still says she needs to change the name of that move, but okay. <laughs> okay, wing clipper. That's somebody else's move. <laughs> okay. But yeah, they're going to have a hell of a match. Did you say hair clipper? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then we had Jimmy and Jay, and they're talking. And Jimmy goes, I don't need to be a lap dog. I don't need to be a friend. 
I need my brother. <laughs> <laughs> like you heard me laugh, right? Like that popped me. That popped me. He, he tells Jay, we should be tag champions with Roman. But you just kissing up to him. And he just walks off and Jay's like, maybe he's right. So then we go to the ring and have Rey Mysterio versus Dolph Ziggler. And then Dolph is making fun of Dominic. And Dominic's like, fam, I'll get in the ring and wrestle. So Dominic wrestles Dolph and he pins Dolph with a roll-up. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that happened. I thought that shit came out of nowhere. It did. It was like really fast, really quick. So after that match, we have a Tamina promo where Tamina is talking about, yo, I'm going to kick Reginald's ass. Then they bring Reginald out so Reginald could get his ass kicked, but he's doing all the jumping, the flying, the rolling, the dumb Reginald stuff, the sliding under the ring, sliding over the ring, jumping through people's faces, just, just being weird. And he goes to get pinned in Naya and Shayna get in the ring and beat the shit out of Tamina and Natty. And they fuck Tamina up. Fuck her up. Badly. Yeah. So, according to Michael Cole, which botched this heavily, they're going to have a tag match at WrestleMania Backlash. But, because Michael Cole botched this really bad, they're going to have the match next week. So, that's the thing. Then we had the 10-man tag match. And it was crazy, high flying, all sorts of weird stuff. But bartender Cabron pinned Shinsuke Nakamura, and the bad guys won. And they're all standing there at the end. And Apollo has his Intercontinental title. For some reason, Sammy tries to grab it, and Apollo and Aziz look at him like, "Bitch, what?" <laughs> it was fucking funny. I get off my shit. That was fucking hilarious. I actually fucking like that. Yeah. Then Roman wants his cousins out there. Both of his cousins. And he wants them in the ring. So they go to the ring. And Roman is trying to tell Jimmy the right thing to do. And Jimmy has to remind Jay, yo, fam, remember I got choked out and you submitted for me because you wanted to make sure I was all right? So why can't you do that now? So Roman says, yo, if you're not going to acknowledge me, you get out of here. You go home and tell your kids while you sit next to them and not on TV like Jay and me. So you got a choice. Acknowledge me or go home. So Jimmy's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go home. 
he starts walking off. Jay's like, man, come on, man. All you gotta do is suck his dick. That's all you gotta do. Just just come back and suck his dick. Everything be fine. So as they're talking, they're fucking talking with their backs turned. Roman is in the ring getting his ass kicked by Cesaro. <laughs> the whole time. Roman is getting his ass whooped. And so Jay tries to run back and Jimmy grabs his arm. He's like, no, man. He's like, no, but he's our cousin. So Jay runs back, gets his ass whooped by Cesaro. Jimmy's like, man, we're going to beat up my brother. He comes in, gets his ass whooped. Everybody gets laid out by Cesaro. And the show goes off the air with Cesaro. Just standing there after he done beat everybody's ass. Oh, yeah. I think that was pretty good today. Pretty good. It was one of the best SmackDowns in a while. Yeah. What? Very rarely did SmackDown fall flat. Yeah, but this one, like, I don't know. This one felt, uh, it felt like just like a reinvigorating because I guess because it went all the way old school and that touched the nerve with us. Because we're yeah. old school wrestling fans. So, yeah, okay. like, I think that's why. That's probably why. Like, it hit the nostalgia feels. <laughs> yeah, it hit us right in the field button. It was like, hey, we're stupid and we like old things. Yay! It's like the perfect mix of new and old, though. Basically. At least no like legends show up. Like I respect the legends and all that, but they're not open. That's true. So, any news? Uh, nothing off the top of my head that I can, I can remember. I think we covered everything already, didn't we? Mm, yeah. So, somebody's contract is up in June. I want to know how you feel about this person leaving where they are and going somewhere new. Okay. Okay. Moose contract. Do you think he should leave Impact Wrestling? and go somewhere else you think he should just stay in Impact Wrestling it's in June that it, it um, expires yes mm-hmm. June he probably should leave because where like, do you think he should go probably AEW and whatnot. like do that feud with Kenny that's exactly what I was thinking that's exactly what I'm thinking. Because, like, the man is, like, good in the ring and all that. And, like, all you really gave him was the x champion, like, legit. I know the whole TNA thing, but, you know, that was, like, he took it from the back or whatever, whatever. x mm-hmm. championship he won. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure about the tag team title. I don't think so, but he might have. Yeah, like, no, I'm definitely cool with him going to AEW, and I don't know if WWE will rehire him, because they tried to hire him, and they was like, nah, fam. 
So yeah, I think he would be good in AEW. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's a thing. Cause like Moose is good, but at the same time, like I don't know, there's something about him that's kind of bland. You know what I mean? Um, he doesn't have a personality. Probably that. Okay. Because I was like, I've never been like a super fan of Moose. Like, oh my god, Moose is awesome. I was just like, oh, he can do some stuff. That's all I felt was like, oh, he could do some stuff. But it's fine. We got a whole new class of tryouts in NXT today. And it's weird because like everybody keeps complaining like, oh, why does WWE keep taking people from AEW dark? It's like, fam, none of them are under contract. Like, everybody on, like, like there are not under contract. It's like, what are you talking about? That's the whole point of Dark, to, like, actually sign people. That, that's, like, their tryout. Exactly. But it's like, everybody's like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. It's like, did none of them assign. So why are you trying to gatekeep? Also, if that's the case, then, right? Mm-hmm. Then... Like if Daniel Bryan winds up leaving WWE completely, right? Mm-hmm. He can't go to AEW with that logic. Why? Because like if we can't touch, uh, uh, we can't touch theirs. You can't touch ours. That type of thing. <laughs> their logic. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm saying their logic. I mean, I guess, but it's just like really, it's just really dumb. This is really dumb. Yeah, hundred percent. Because, like, like seriously, like, okay, I can see if any of those people were under contract, I'd be like, yo, that's not cool at all. Yeah. None of them were under contract. Fair game. Exactly. Like, like that's the only thing pissed me off with people be like, no, they're not under contract. Like, you can't do that. They're not under contract. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I can see they took like a Adam Page or something. Yeah, like he's under contract. Yeah. But he's underutilized in my opinion compared to like the rest of them. Uh, I'm not going to say that because he'll probably get the title. So... Eventually. But I'm talking about like yeah. right now as we speak. Yeah, just like right now, no. He has like but what? Like, yeah, he got one loss. It was really stupid. Yeah. But, like, yeah, fuck that. Like, fair game is fair game. Yep. But, yeah, like, um, anything else? No, I just want to, like, piggyback on that, right? And, like, mm-hmm. once we get the Diamond Mine show and whatever... And it's like the same premise, which I'm, I kind of think it will be, but it just it seems more MMA-ish. Mm-hmm. And fucking AEW starts doing that, like picking up um, guys and girls from that show, because some of the girls are going to be there too. Mm-hmm. Like, then what? Like, are they going to complain then? I bet you they won't. Yeah, they, they probably will. And like, we're really trying to get people to be like, yo, stop complaining. 
just stop complaining about the AEW WWE war. And the more and more they doing it, the more and more it's making me just hate AEW fans. Cause it's like you're the ones complaining about the littlest shit. It's like just stop. Like like you're you're making it hard to be like, oh, everything is cool. Like, and I know somebody's like out there going, oh, but WWE stands. Once again, once you live with WWE stands, you just easily just fucking ignore the shit out of them. Like half the shit when when AEW fans pointed out was like, look, they said this, and it's like, dude, look at the product and tell me why in the fuck would you ever consider anything that they said of this caliber? Like, cause they'd be like, oh, this person can wrestle better. Like, seriously, like better than who? Yeah. Like the only thing that you would ever have to take in fucking seriousness when a WWE stand says anything is the women's wrestlers. Way better than anything in AEW. So you can never say, oh, AEW's women. Div-. No, not even close. Nowhere close. That's yeah, a thousand. Galaxy. Yeah, that's a thousand percent close. They're, they're not even close at all. Like night and day. So you can't be like, oh my God, like. If they're talking about women's wrestling matches, you, you can't say anything. Men's, yeah, you, you have an argument. Women, not a word. Sorry. Mind you, you this word again. Like, they have great women talent. They're just, like, again, using this word underutilized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Extremely underutilized. Yeah. But it's totally fine. No news. No more news. No, no. Except for the fact that fucking AEW, since we're on that, then people fucking copyright strike. So yeah, they're kind of my shit list right now. <laughs> Damn AEW, you need to fix your shit. Cause like I post like wrestling shit and whatever. The most I'll get is a fucking copyright claim. These motherfuckers mm-hmm. struck me. Not just me, but a ton of people. Dude, they took down Botchamania. But like... I just say that. <laughs> yeah, but Matthew went and complained to them. was like, yo, fam. Yo, fam. And they was like, all right, all right. And they just, like, they finally fixed it. And they was like, all right, we'll, we'll let you... We'll let you put your channel back up. Just don't post any more of our stuff. Like, okay. Okay. That's petty. It's not petty because, like, New Japan went through that for a long time. They were like, nope, we're not going to let you post stuff. And then, like, they start getting mad when we start getting mad. It was like, yo, you can't do that. That's not cool. Then it's like, you know what? You're right. And they let us bullshit again. But, like, so they went through this before with, like, other companies. Yeah, no, it was only New Japan because, like, their stuff is complicated and, like, they don't own it outright, which is why I'm like, AEW shouldn't have this problem. Because TV Asai actually owns, like, all of the video footage. Like, even though we see it on New Japan World, TV Asai owns it. 
So if they want to be like, yo, copyright claim, they can because like they're a TV company that own the rights of the video footage of New Japan. So they so definitely can just say New Japan itself copywriting you, it would be the um the TV outside, yes. Gotcha. So like once New Japan told them was like Yo, most of our fans we act and grow through clips. They was like, all right, we'll 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 let it go. AEW shouldn't have that problem. Nah. Cause wasn't it like a big Twitter thing too with New Japan? With Jeff yeah. yeah, that was a that was a huge thing. So that's why I'm like AEW even said it like when that happened was like oh we'll never do that and it's like you turned right around and did exactly that and people are suffering for it they said they wouldn't do a lot of things but they do it anyway mm-hmm. but yeah I won't be fucking covering them anymore on my channel so that's a thing yeah so I mean I guess that's the end of the show so ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and NBs we'll see you later so fuck that shit <laughs>